And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 165 today. Um, haven't been on the airwaves since before round one. Didn't do a round two preview or round one recap, so we'll get into a little bit of that. Um, but the championship is here. Semifinals have gone and coming on, and there are two finalists standing. The Bills will play the Raiders. Um, we will talk about that matchup later in the podcast, but uh, I'm joined alongside me, league expert and analyst, Tommy Savaro. Tommy, how you doing? Doing good. Tommy has seen all playoff games, and I know he's dying to get some stuff off his chest today. <laughs> um, sorry we couldn't be on the airwaves last week. Uh, just conflicting schedules, not able to get it done. Um, regardless, though, we, we're through the playoffs with one game to go. Um, exciting playoffs, I feel like. A lot of really exciting games. Um, let's just start talking about them. In the first round, first games of the day was me against Hogreef. Raiders versus Falcons. Raiders won that game 18-12. to 12. Um, Defensive battle. Teams, Both teams played really well. I really uh, respected what Hogreef was doing out there. He really he game-planned for sure in that game. But um, when push came to shove, we were kind of just able to be the better team at the end of the game and get a couple stops on defense. Ving got hurt early in this game. Hindered our offense for sure. Um, just able to pull it out. As the two-seed, we just kind of couldn't put on the verge of being upset. But... Uh, Back to the wall, and we kind of took care of business. Yeah, he's got to learn to, like I said, get over that hump. Yeah, and, you know, talked about that teams. before that. I mean, he's real close. He's right there. You know, multiple one-score losses yeah. this season. Good quarterbacks. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a quarterback in this league. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm yeah, he's back next season. He's good, back good. Next I'm season. glad. Um, yeah, Falcons, uh, great season. I thought um, battled throughout the season. Started hot, had a little lull in the middle of the season, but finished strong to make the playoffs. Fall short in this game by six. Uh, Expect to see some guys back like Dewan, Aaron Ford, Chapo, Dwan, Yoda, yeah. Tuna. I think a lot of those guys are really good players, and they, they have uh, good futures in the league. Next game was probably the best game of the weekend. Uh, Eagles versus Saints at 1030. Uh, this was an absolute... I do believe uh, I picked the Eagles in this you game. You did pick the Eagles in this game. I picked the Saints. Um, the Eagles, they, uh, both teams came out hot. Tommy throws an early interception. Saints take a 21-8 to lead. You kind of think... Uh, couldn't be on the verge of a blowout. Can't stop the Saints. Couldn't get a stop, but the Eagles stuck in. Got a score. Got another score before the half. It was like 28-27 to 27 at half, or 28-21 at halftime. Something like that. And then in the second half, I don't know what the Eagles did differently, but they really they really changed up their defensive game plan. They figured out a way to stop that offense that starts on the right side of the field. Did a good job of um, holding them to only one touchdown in the second half. And their offense put up two touchdowns in the second half and were able to pull out a 35-34 win. People around the league were saying that was probably one of the best Bear Down games they ever seen. That was one of the greatest games I've ever seen in Bear Down. And, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, you know, go with what works. I mean, if something is working, you stick to it until they can stop it. And they just couldn't stop Pip. Tommy to Pip. It's one of the most lethal one-two combos in the league history, honestly. And we were saying it all season long. We're waiting for that. I wish it was 10 games worth. I wish we got yeah, 10 games know, worth. But at the end, they were exactly where they were supposed to be. Correct. So I have no problem with what they did. It was a good team. I know they had a good roster. We're waiting for Tommy to come in. He's one of the best quarterbacks. And we all know that Pitts one of the best receivers that ever played in bad down. And he showed it. I mean, yeah. he turned up that game. Yeah, he turned up in that game. He turned up basically in every single game Tommy played quarterback in. Uh, Pip finished the season amazing. Uh, had three touchdowns in this game, I think. Probably could have been four or five. Yeah, Laguna made a couple of really nice plays in the secondary. Came out with that weird formation, you know, once at one sideline with yeah. just the center. It worked for it worked for half, and then I don't know the the Eagles. Listen, I knew that Matthews, guys like Hughes, guys like Pip, Tommy, they game plan. They were ready for this game. They knew they had to make adjustments and be ready to kind of adjust on the fly on defense, and they were able to 
hold Laguna to one score in the second half, and then and Joe Pip gets the game-winning yeah. stealing yeah, interception. Um, I don't see Laguna lose often. And Tommy was able to pull out a big win and get his team to the semifinals. I thought the Eagles team was a team that really ascended all season and then took a huge leap when Tommy moved to quarterback. Um, defense was strong all season, I thought, for them. They, uh, they, You're right, though. They ended up exactly where they were supposed to be, in the semifinals with a chance to go to the finals right. with Tommy and Joe Pepe leading the way. Um, yeah, 35-34. Uh, they went on conversions. Conversions are huge. Conversions are huge. Uh, they went on a conversion, and that's kind of how, how it goes. Other 10-30 game was the Bills versus the Patriots, and this was the complete opposite right. of the Eagles and Saints. This game was a blowout from the game the time the moment it started. Uh, Bills go up 28-0 at halftime. Right before the half, or it was 21-0 at halftime, and then right before the half, Trevor decided to call a play, throws a pick six, or throws a pick, and they score in the next play. Makes it 28-0 going into halftime, and they had no chance. They had no chance in the second half. They were playing with some subs, and the Bills came out. IB determined, locked in, game plan ready to go. Full squad there. Gets a big win. 42-16 final. Avenges one of his early season losses to the Patriots. It's a game that he was pissed that he lost early in the year, so he definitely was making sure he got that back. And a lot of people have been talking about IB maybe fell off a little bit with the 5-5 five and five record in the regular season. Well, he said in the championship game, he pulled off two major blowout wins in the playoffs. So I expected far. him to win in that game. Oh, 100%. Uh, with the Patriots, it was a, a tale of, of you know, two seasons. If yeah, you ask me. 100%. They came out, they were one of the best teams, they were one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. Yep. And then took a, a huge U turn. Uh, I kind of lost. I mean, I, I, I've been a big fan of Trevor's, and I was I was touting him throughout the pot, every podcast. But he kind of lost me after the uh, I need a mental day kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he kind of he came to me to talk to me. He was mad that Chris Johnson had missed the game and yeah. he wanted to suspend him. And then the next week he doesn't play himself. I mean, what's up with that? You know, you want to you want to win in this league, and you absolutely could have won in this league. You got to be a better leader. You lost your team at the end. That's why you lost. Yeah, listen, that team, that team. I don't know why. Listen, I don't understand how if you're playing well and Trevor's a good quarterback, I don't get how the team is getting on the quarterback and making things difficult for him. Uh, seemed like at times line wasn't blocking well. Seemed like well, the game he didn't show up and they lost to the Falcons. They were all pissed. At oh, hundred percent. They I were mean, mad. they stuck around after the game and just sat down and talked about how displeased they were. Yeah, no. And I'm being kind by saying that. It's it, listen, being captain is not an easy thing in this league. But I will say, I am surprised that Trevor has had a difficult time at times because he's a really good quarterback. And usually, if you're a guy who's shown he can win games in the league, guys just like kind of respect you and respect your game and follow your lead. But. Uh, maybe he needs to not pick his friends because I feel like if he had a random group of guys and they stuck with what he wanted to do, they'd probably be a very successful team. But I will say that I agree with you in the sense that he definitely lost the locker room and the team kind of just never, like you said, it was a, it was a tale of two halves of a season. They started four and one, finished one and five, what, finished one and four, one and five, finished five and five in the season, and then a, a twenty-eight point loss in the playoffs, which is not how you want to go out. Um, I and, think Trevor's taking a season off from captain, playing receiver, DB see, in the that, fall. That bothers me too. That tells you you're not mentally tough enough to come back and play. I know. I think he's. I, I think. I think he just wants to play. He's coming back in quarterback in the, in the spring. He texted me. Told right. me he just wanted to be on a team in the fall. Um, wants to be able to miss games. School. I don't know if, if you if you wanted a guy Zach can you know go all the way. I agree. I would never put myself in the draft because I couldn't play for anybody else. But hey, listen, if Trevor wants to play for someone else, I'll fucking draft Trevor. And, and, and over this season, I know Patriots lost and it's a bad way they went out. But can't overlook what Mike Walker did this year. Mike Walker was a beast. An absolute Adam on both sides, offense and defense. Yeah, I thought he played really probably well. Probably the best season I've seen him play. I thought this team also kind of fell apart when Jack got hurt. That was probably the first domino to fall to get this that going. Chris Johnson missing a game and getting hurt. 
Um, Trevor not showing up for a week. Kind of just a, a, a avalanche of disasters for this yeah. team. That I thought after a couple weeks, you ranked them number one. one yeah. num- number one going into week three. You had the number one coming off of a doubleheader win against IB and the Eagles, who were now two of the four final teams. Um, and then losing, and then before they played us, you had them number one in the, in the ranking. So you see how that goes. A tale of two seasons for the Patriots, and they fall in this game 42-16. Last game of division, division round Sunday was uh, the one-seed Cowboys versus the eight-seed Dolphins. And what I will say about the Dolphins and Mike Negron is this. Negron has figured out each season. He has sucked in the beginning of the season, figured out how to get his team going, and then plays the one-seed close. Yeah. Uh, last season, he lost by three to the Texas A&M team. That was 10-0 going into that. Then he plays. He actually, They actually were leading 13-12 at halftime against this Cowboys team. And then even had the ball inside the 10, down 8, with a chance to tie it. Um, Justin makes a great play on Griffin Lutz going up uh, for, for kind of like a jump ball kind of lob into the back of the end zone. Um, the Cowboys sneak away in this one, 21-13, but uh, it wasn't a good showing. Offensively, they were held to three touchdowns for like the third or fourth straight game at this point, and it's been a little, it's been rough sliding for them offensively. We'll talk about their next game in a little bit, um, but they were able, they were just kind of able to survive and escape in this game. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Negron's a slow starter. It's very but slow. But he it out. He's a competitor. He, yeah. he, he competes in his games. And, and, and he got to the playoffs two seasons, and he, he was scary in the playoffs. Yeah, no, he, he had his team right there. He had his team right there. Uh, had some opportunities, wasn't able to hit some guys down the field. Um, but that Dolphins team was another team that showed that you can kind of, at times when your quarterback isn't playing well, your defense can step up, make plays, and be a As long as you got Harnish and yeah, you got Harnish, Jarwar, Frankie, Ace. Ace yeah. Dan Dexter had a great season offensively. Yes, he did. Um, I like what Dexter did. Love what he did. I like him as a receiver. Yeah, I, you know he's a spark. He's a, he's a home run. He's a home run player. Yes, he, he is. He turns in a he turns a screen into six, um, or into just big gain as it is. So um, Dexter definitely had his best season for sure at receiver in this league. And uh, I thought Negron definitely improved throughout the season. Got better. Um, definitely had his team playing good football towards that, and just wasn't enough to pull off the major upset of the one seed. And other guys got to get over the top. Yeah. Um, all right, that did it for the division round. Now we're into the semifinal round. I know I was going to pick the Bills and myself in this game. I don't know who you were going to pick. I was picking the Bills because the Cowboys had only scored three touchdowns or less in each of the last five games going into this game. And I thought you would need to score more than 20, 20, 20 21 points to beat the I Bills. I love the Cowboys. Everything about the Cowboys, if there's a weakness on that team, it's their offensive line. Yeah, no, I guess if you had to pick, if you had to pinpoint something, um, I don't think and they're I, bad. I, they just were weaker than the other groups of, in their in, on their team. Um, I guess we'll start talking about that game. Let's yeah. go in depth about this game because we just saw it on on Sunday. Uh, Bills beat Cowboys twenty six to seven. Last two times these teams played, uh, the Cowboys won the regular season by nine. What was the difference in this one? You know, I, I saw IB the week before. Uh, you know, he was kind of scouting. I guess he was watching the Dolphin game. We were watching. Me and him were both watching. Right, the and then like, after the game, I said, "Well, would you? What do you think?" He goes, "I think I'm going to beat this team." And I'm going to beat them bad. That's what he said. Okay. Uh, very confidently too. It's not just like wasn't just bravado. He was, he was he actually knew what he, you know what he was saying, and he meant it. So I said, okay. They came out. They played probably the most perfect game that you could play, uh, and they know. It. They said probably the best game they played this season. 100%. Both sides of the ball. IB was phenomenal. He was great. Had a great game plan. Uh, loved the goal line calls uh, when they had the ball down low. They faked the run. IB drew the whole defense in just. Quick little pop over the top. Uh, defensively, every time the Cowboys got down in the red zone, they couldn't convert. Forced turnovers, got stops. 
Yeah. Um, I think their three inside the five drives ended in IB pass breakup on a slant to Piscopo, fumble into Justin Suarez's hands at the goal line, and interception by Liam Knowles on a play that really had no chance. Justin is always in the right place at the right time, always counting him to pull a flag, an important flag, or make a big defensive play, and he shows up again. I'm glad um, you know I saw that that he he contributed this. To me, the story was Delon. Okay, I oh, thought about it. absolute dog. Um, I'm watching him from the very first snap the Cowboys had. He went. He played defensive line in this particular play, and he went up against uh, Mark. Yeah, I like Mark. Mark's a good player. <sighs> I know. I know what I say. But he was manhandled. Yep. Uh, I saw Delon throw him uh, about five to seven yards back into uh, yep. into Justin. And I'm saying, I, you know, I got I got to look at the next play, and then the next play is just a speed rush around him. Yep. He had no answer for what Delon was giving him, and I knew at times that he dropped back into coverage. But you know, they got good pressure on on uh, on Justin. Yep. Defense played great. Uh, I, I thought the game plan was phenomenal. Like I said, I think it's probably the best game they played this year. And if they carried us into the next game, you're in for, you're in for a lot of trouble, Kurtz. Um, so a couple of things I want to point out about this game. Number one, if if you weren't like watching the game, if you were just like talking to other people, listening in the staff, you couldn't hear one player on the Cowboys. And I'm talking about these are guys that are the loudest people on the field when they play. Piscopo, Spo. Justin. Well, not Justin always, but when Justin's amped up and locked right. in, he's talking. Um, but really mostly Piscopo and Smart. I'm not meaning to, like, zero this in on him, but, like, they're the energy guys on their team. They're the guys that get it going, and I understand it's hard to have energy and like that when you're – when from the very beginning of the game, it was all Bills. Like, from the very – from the moment that game started, IB took over, scored a long touchdown run in the first first drive of the game, then they get the stop, then they score again. Then they then the, the Cowboys happen to score right before the half on a nice uh, go ball, Justin Tapiscopo back at the end zone. Um, but at, there was no energy. They're the most lifeless one seed I've ever seen. Number two, I want to say, very impressive win by the Bills because they were undermanned. They're playing with eight guys or seven, seven or eight guys. Um, no Copes, no Rajot. Two guys that yeah. that um, that contribute on both sides of the ball. Both probably back for the championship game. So they they beat the one seed with an undermanned team. But when you have IB, you're never undermanned. Um, Delon, like you said, played out of his mind. Was able to play at D line and at corner and guard Augie on certain plays. Um, rush. Like I said, on Mark and make things difficult for Justin. Um, I thought the Cowboys did a really good job moving the ball, but like we said, every time they got inside the five ten yard line, they just weren't able to convert. Um, the Bills were super locked in. You could tell that everyone knew the game plan very well. They were very on top of their game. Marola made a couple of nice plays in this one as well. Um, it was just an all out really good team effort by the Bills. I be obviously the leader of this team effort, but everyone contributed in a big I, way. I thought that Justin could neutralize him and run. He'd be playing middle. Justin made some flag pulls, but there were other times where IB, listen, Justin may be one of the best flag pullers, if not the best in the league, but grabbing IB's flag is never a sure thing. And for all the flag pulls that Justin made, there were a couple that he missed that obviously when Justin Mitch is in the middle, it probably turns into a big play. I thought Augie did a decent job rushing, but their rush was just never able to really get a bunch of sacks and kind of force a lot of negative plays. I think the offensive line did a good job with Marola, DeLon at some points, DeLon played receiver, Dean, J.K.O.L. Just a lot of guys. Like I said, and I keep harping on this, I think this is a really good team win for the Bills. Like I said, IB is the guy, but they all help him out and do their job. Playoff DeLon is a problem. Playoff DeLon and playoff IB. It's a, it's a lethal yeah, combo. Yeah. You add in playoff Liam. 
Like, those are three guys that you just don't want to say. Um, but they move on 26-7 to to move on to the championship. I beat back-to-back chip appearances for him. Uh, last year as a receiver, they lo- they fell to us. This year, they he comes back a quarterback, and he's right back where he belongs, and that is in the championship And I just want to congratulate Justin for, you know, this is the first year he's playing quarterback. Oh, my God. He played phenomenal I mean, all season he, long. He's been the best receiver and best defensive back in the league for, you know, since he started this league. And he says, you know, let me give it a shot at a quarterback. My guy wins over an undefeated season. Yep, undefeated season, 11-0 for what part two, um, which wasn't meant to be for the Cowboys. I think being 11-0 in this league is officially cursed with two one-seeds losing in the semifinals to four-seeds or, or yeah, four, four or five-seed. Um, Listen, at some point you might have to call the MVP award in your league to Justin Ferrara uh, trophy. Yeah, maybe. Might have to be. I mean, He's that kind of play. He's that special. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm his biggest fan. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I, like the, I like the league in all categories, but no big all right. deal. No, big deal. <laughs> no Justin had Justin had a phenomenal season. I think he uh, finished with 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. I think he finished with like 30, 31, 32 total touchdowns, over probably close to 1,500 total yards. It was a really good year for them. I just felt like the offense at the end of the year, after that really hot start, they kind of cooled off offensively, but their defense was what led them all season long. Uh, Piscopo probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Um, could be a big sweep of awards for a lot of guys on that team. Um, so yeah, we, it, we said they've had championship DNA, championship DNA, but it obviously didn't pay off in this one. And um, they fall, their season ends. Uh, Liam got his, IB got his, and Delon did his job. So the Bills move on to the championship, twenty-six-seven final over the Cowboys, and the one C goes home for the second straight year before making a championship appearance. Hmm. Okay, the first game of the day, we'll go, we're going backwards, was uh, Raiders versus Eagles. Very high-scoring game. Defense was optional at times. Um, I thought that uh, they just, I was just on one. I felt like I was just kind of doing everything I wanted. Game plan was working to perfection on offense. Defensively, we were trying out a lot of different things. Tommy's a really good quarterback. He tears up one safety look, so we played a lot of two safety. Played a lot of cover two, played some cover three, played some four-man rush. We really tried to mix it up because when you show Tommy the same look every time, he's going to tear you apart. But Pip, um... Pip is a Pip is a demon, and I thought I did a pretty good job guarding him, but he was still able to score a touchdown. Had a couple big plays down the field. Um, One play uh, towards the end of the half, and he batted that ball into your receiver. Oh well, that was the biggest play of the game. So let's we'll, go, we'll do a little timeline. They score, I score. They come out, I I get an interception in the end zone. We come down and score, and then they come down and score. And then right before the half. I throw an absolute duck into the back of the end zone, and Joe Pimp, for some reason, jumps up, smacks it back into the field of play, and Ving Gargano is standing right there for a touchdown. I'm not going to say that's the reason we won, but that gave us insane momentum going into the half. Instead of being down 15-13, we were up 21-15 or 22-15 now after that. <coughs> 20, I think it was 21-15. Um, it just gave us a lot of momentum because we also got the ball to start the second half, and we take a 27-15 lead, and we never look back. Um they just weren't able to pull my flag in the backfield. Uh, their defensive line got good rushes at times, but sorry, Matthews, you just weren't able to get the job done in this one. Um, it was a good game, but uh, at the end of the day, we were just too much offensively for them, and we made a couple big plays. Who was the, uh, I keep forgetting his name, had a huge game on your team. Oh, Colin Thompson. Oh, Colin Thompson, yeah. Story of the day, Colin Thompson hadn't scored a touchdown all season, scores two touchdowns in this game, had an offense touchdown followed by a pick, pick six, six, and then a big sack to kind of put the game away. Um, listen, 
you always you talk about it being a team effort. Well, you, sometimes your eighth round pick got to step up and make some plays. Micah had to sit out the second half with a back back injury. couldn't get, couldn't really get up in a in a three point stance to block. So Colin steps in. Offensive line blocks well. Defensive line makes plays, catches the ball. Did a lot. Uh, I thought Will Meany was really good in this game. And then I think the X factor for our team in the and going in, we'll talk about it in the championship preview is Jarok. Yeah. When Jarok, when I scramble out of the pocket, I find Jarok. And when I find Jarok, Jarok is a guy that makes a lot of guys miss. And he's just a guy that guys can't press because of his speed. They have to play off. And they have to, like, they have to just be wary of what he could do with the ball in his hands. So I think it's an X factor to our team. I'm excited that he's been able to come to all the playoff games. He's going to be at the championship. He's an absolute X factor for us. But we win 47-31 and uh, 46-31. I'll, I'll give it to your team. And we have a good team. You have that, that next next guy up mentality. One guy goes down or one guy doesn't show up and the next guy steps in. Yep. You got players on your team like that. Yep. You know, it, it shows, and, and that's why you are where you are. Yep, Douglas and Swags do a great job on the line. Um, our, our our defense was, I won't say, I don't know how many sacks we got, but we were really good at limiting Tommy's running, I thought. thought we had a, a lot of flag pulls from behind that, like, guys were hustling down the field and kind of just – Preaching all the de- defensive discipline that I've been trying to instill in the team all season, like nothing behind us, and um, when you're when you're defensive line, you got to hustle back, got to can't rush inside. Just a lot of things I think we do very well. We're very disciplined um, with what we do defensively, uh, but we have our hands full going into this next game. Yeah, but we do. were able to get the job done. I'm happy to see that we're able to score a lot of points. That was nice to put a 47. It was nice to uh, or 46. It was nice to. Uh, not put a lot of pressure on our defense like we did in the previous game when we won 18 to 12. So um, I like where we're at heading into the championship. I think we're in good in good spirits. The group chat has been very active this week, game planning hard, ready to go. I know IB is game planning. I saw a uh, has IB ever lost in the championship? Has IB ever lost? Well, as a quarterback, yeah, no. As a no. quarterback, no, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's two and out in championships as a quarterback. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into the let's get into the preview of the championship game. Um, Bills versus Raiders. Uh, Bills finished season five and five, but had two very impressive wins, better than their record showed. And the Raiders were nine and one with two with one gritty win and one comfortable win. I'll say in the semifinals, uh, heading into the championship game. Uh, last two time, last time these teams faced off, uh, we won in the last second play, twenty four twenty. It was a great game. Defense was high in the first half. Defense, offense has kind of got going in the second half. What are you expecting in this game? I'll be honest. If they come out and play the way that they played last week, I don't think you could beat them. <laughs> I think that's about as perfect as a game plan as you could have. I'm trying to think. I, I know uh, last week they had played um, Liam Mann. They had soaps on, uh, on Liam most of the day. Yeah. He lined up wherever he was. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're a man team, but I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who that guy would be. But we're not going to get into that because you're not going to give any way information anyway. No, I don't want to give away. But like, I'll talk about like what I saw on film. Like, I think what you like you said, Soaps followed Liam, and I think it's good to put your one of your better defenders in front of. But I'm not like like what the Cowboys did was they they put a lot of pressure on Soaps. They weren't giving him a lot of safety help over the top, forcing him to. Not want to get beat deep by Liam, so you're 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 giving up the hitch. But Liam is so good with the ball in his hands that if you give him that space to catch and face up with you and now make a move, he's one of the best athletes in the league. He's gonna make guys miss. So I think that one thing we're gonna to have to do, and it's not it's no secret, we did it with last week with Pip. We're gonna have we're gonna have a we're gonna have multiple body 
He's looking at Liam. Um, I'm not saying that Delon and Isaiah and Rajot aren't threats, but Liam is one of the best receivers that's played in this league. Um, and we have to focus a lot on him, a lot on Delon, and a lot on the IB rushing. Um, that's where a lot of their offense comes from. And I think that, like you said, if they play the game that they played last week, it's definitely going to be difficult to beat them. I'm not going to say that I'm not able to beat somebody you're gonna even at their best. You're going to have to get the D-linemen in the passing lanes. I think, the D- I think our defense is going to be huge in this game. Can we get stops? Can we force turnovers? I think, which are, I mean, this is obviously like an obvious statement. I think whichever team forces more turnovers is going to win the game. I think offensive possessions are gold in this league, especially in the championship game. Um, teams uh, will both be ready to go. I expect, like both of us to have good game plans ready and I expect us a lot of like what we see in championship games guys calling out plays uh guys calling out route combinations that they think they they've seen on film um we expect new things to come out but we know that their principles are get Liam and Delon the ball get Isaiah the ball and run with IB IB ran a lot last week I ran a lot last week I think I had three rushing touchdowns and IB had two or three rushing touchdowns so um We've played each other numerous times. We know what each I've other likes to do. I've seen you beat him in shootouts. Out. I've seen you beat him in close defensive games. But uh, that's not to say he can't come out there and get a win. Right. No, I don't know. Like I said, they play the way they play last week. It's going to be tough to beat them. Yeah, I think, uh, the, like you said, playoff the line is definitely a different animal. But um, we got a lot of dogs on our team. And uh, even I think, they, they have a, they, the, I think one of the things about them is that they have a lot of defensive versatility. So I don't necessarily know how they're going to come out against us. Um, will they have DeLon play DB? Will they have DeLon play D-line? Are they going to mix it up? I imagine they mix it up. So we have to have plans ready for what we see. And we're going to have to have audibles ready and have things ready to go at the line of scrimmage so that if we see something we don't like or we do like, we can make the adjustment and have hot routes. So I think one of the big things is just being prepared and being on the same page with my receivers. And I think Jarrock, um, Keanu, and Vin, you're probably only going to see them three on the field at receiver. I'm not going to... There's no secret. I want my best players on the field, my best playmakers on the field, and those are the guys that I trust. And uh, you, you might need Jarrock to play the spy on IB. Maybe he's the I one I, that could track him down. Me and Jarrock have had a lot of his success individually against IB in our careers. Uh, I think that Jarrock is the same type of athlete where he can he can keep up with IB in the open field. I think I'm going to have to be great in this game. I'm going to have to play just as well as I played last week. I'm going to have to make guys miss in the backfield, and I'm going to have to make plays with my legs. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think both limit these, your turnovers. Yeah, limit my turnovers. I think there's times for there's times where it doesn't matter, like fourth downs into the end zone. But there's times where it does matter, and you have to be. I have to be safe with the ball. I think. Um, I think I have been pretty good with the ball lately. Haven't had any bad turnovers necessarily, but. Um, yeah, I have to be great. I I know I have to be great because you have to be great in championships to win. And um, we got it done last year. I'm going for the back to back. IB is the only quarterback in this league to go back to back. He's looking to get back on top, get his first three, first first uh, quarterback to have three rings. Um, there's a lot on the line here. Me and IB always talk about uh, who's the best in the league at a certain point. I think at points, IB's better. I think at points, I'm playing better. Right now, I think me and him are both playing at the top of our games. I texted him before the playoffs start. and I, Before the playoffs started, I texted IB. I said, I'll see you in the championship because I really felt like that's who I was going to see. Um, and... We talked on Monday a little bit, just back and forth, and then I said, all right, I'll see you on Sunday, and that's really it. I know he's locked in. I saw a text that he sent to Matt. I didn't see the text, but I saw how long it was, so I know that there is definitely game planning going on in that chat, and uh, they're going to be ready. It's going to be a really exciting game. Now, let's get to the picks. Obviously, you know I'm taking myself, taking the Raiders to win this game. I love the way we're playing. I love our athletes, and I think when our best seven is on the field, we are a problem and one of the best teams in league history. Hmm. 
I, I listen. You draft as well as being a good quarterback in this league. You're a great GM. Correct. You put together really good teams. Uh, again, after the draft, when people ask me who I thought had the best team, I said I thought you had the best team. Uh, you know, and, and pretty much every year you're you know you're in the top two or three teams preseason. You know, as far as I'm picking yeah. preseason picks, no different this year. Uh, Bills, I thought maybe. Didn't know if they, they, they had it all, but like like I said, after watching last week's game. But the thing I, I admire most, IB said that if he wasn't last year when he was playing uh, with Mikey, he says if they win, he might run it back with them. But if not, he goes, I'm going to play quarterback, and my pick is going to be Liam. That's what he told me. Yeah. And and when I heard that, I I said beginning of this preseason, MVP Liam. I, I, I think he's the favorite to win MVP. Uh, it might not work out this this year, but he had a great year. And man, if they're not playing the best ball they've been playing in these playoffs, yeah, Liam has looked really good in both games. Uh, Delon has been an absolute demon. But who are you taking? Who's your pick? Oh, it's so tough. Yeah, I know who I'm, you want to take. I'm, like I said, they, 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 yeah. they, they play the way they play last week. They're going to beat you. If not, <laughs> then I'll have to go with the Raiders. So who are you taking? It's a cop out. That, that, uh, yeah, it's a cop out. Yeah. You have to make a pick. I got to make a pick. Yeah, you're making a pick. I got Raiders. Who you got? I'm always, I'm always a Raider fan. Yeah, you're taking the Bills. I know you want to. <laughs> Take the Bills. You didn't pick against me last year. You could pick against me this one. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm straight up about it. I know you are. I, I again, I, if I'm, I'm true to it. I, I, like I said, I thought that your team had the, you had the best team all year. Uh, this is gonna give IB such material. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, Cowboys are great. Like, like I said, with Ed. Their championship DNA. I thought they were going to go farther, but I did think you, had a, you drafted a great team. Damn, this is tough for me. I know, this is tough. You, you run into a buzzsaw sometimes. Some teams get hot in the playoffs and you just can't stop them. <laughs> so make the pick. I know you want to pick the Bills so badly. Yeah. Take them. IB's going to be hyped. Oof. Let's go with IB. All right, Tommy, official pick is the Bills. My official pick, obviously, is myself and the Raiders. Um... It's going to be a great championship. I don't have the location. I know the time will be at 7.30, and it will be a, it will be a night game under the lights. Still trying to figure out the location. Maybe Saverhill High School, maybe the Bluefield. Um, but regardless, we will be under the lights, and I am very excited for this game. I'm looking at 2P, man. I think having a 2P under my belt will be uh, something that I look back on and think, damn, I was really, I was really like that. Uh, TJ, who's your pick? Legacy game. Who's your pick? Oh, yeah. IB. It is a legacy game. This is IB, for both of us. What's IB's career record versus you as a quarterback? Like one in seven. Yeah, one in seven, right? But what, about, what about playoffs or championship? We've never. I don't think we've ever never been the, the championship. We never been the cha- No, we've never been the championship before. You've been to playoffs before? I don't even know if we've uh, been to so playoffs. So Delon and, last and, year, Delon and Liam. Who's on your team? Delon and Liam's on uh, IB's team. team. I have Douglas, Ving Gargano. Those like my. Oh, they put Delon on Ving Gargano. That'd be great. Oh, I love it's that. It's must see TV. That'd be a lot of trash talking right seems like, there. It seems like Kurtzman has his number. I'll go, I'll take Kurtzman. Yeah. Oh, kiss of death. Kiss IB, of death right IB's, there. IB's, <laughs> the best, IB's been the best player in the league the entire time. Though, so. yeah. IB is better than Kurtzman regardless of the outcome of this game. Listen, <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 saw, I saw DeLon shut down MVP Paulie Caldonado in the championship game. Shut him down. You might see the same, more the same. Whatever they do, folks, we will be ready for it. It will be an exciting championship game. I hope to see a big crowd under the lights. Come support the two squads. Come support the league as they finish out. As we finish out our ninth or t- uh, ninth, yes, ninth season of the league. Um, 
Bear Down has come so far, and we are at a point now where the competition is as good as it gets. A lot of good teams in this league, a lot of good players. Uh, make sure you sign up for the Fall League now. Draft will be shortly after the championship game, maybe the next coming week or two. And then we start at the end of September. So it's going to be a great championship game. I'm very excited for it. I know IB is. And uh, we will see you all on Sunday night. Check the Instagram for location and official start time. Have a great night, and we'll see you on Sunday. Peace.